I felt rather excited. To tell you the truth, I thought it would be rather nice to talk things out, because it's good to talk. Quite sort of honoured and pleased. Um, uh, I mean, I can go back a long way with mental illness and mental health as it now is. And, um, uh, you know, uh, there's, uh, the outside world, a lot of it, has absolutely no idea anything about the mind. They might think they have, but they haven't. So it's a good chance to put my case. Quite interested, really. I was thinking of all the sorts of things I might say. Um, but, you know, not knowing what you're actually going to be asking. It's not not possible to really prepare yourself for something until you know what the questions are, really. But certainly not nervous or anything. I see a parallel here. Last night on the telly box, they had a very good session of old films from the 1920s, and they interviewed people uh, in the slums of London and Bristol and other places. Uh, they interviewed people, and I thought then, well, if they hadn't done that, there'd be no record to speak of, of any of it. So, I mean, if my uh, interviews filed away in some vault somewhere, it might be quite interesting, perhaps 100 years' time. Well, I was born on Sunday, Sunday morning, and my mum was rushed to the hospital because she felt me kicking and screaming. <laughs> it was time to come out. My dad was in church playing the organ and he had to tell him to go to the hospital because my mum was having his daughter. My grandma was around as well and she was very helpful. She made a big cup of tea, a big pot, pot of soup for my mum. And yes, I came out in the morning kicking and screaming. Uh, my mum said she didn't go through any pain. I, I was just a lonely person, a lonely baby. You were quite interested last yesterday about um, uh, birth was mentioned and it suddenly came to me last night that I weighed eight pounds eight ounces when I was born and I was born with a coal. So um, apart from that I still can't think of much. I mean it was a long time ago and I wasn't very old. <laughs> well I used to run with the roughnecks because I preferred them to the little dainty friends that I went to school with. I loved, I, I really did, and we went raking all over the meadows, the woods, and everywhere. It was, I couldn't have had a better life. I used to like adventure stories. I used to like, um, yes, I used to like romance when I grew when I was in my teens. I used to like reading Milton Booth when I was in my teens, yeah. Mum was in the uh, post office during the war, sending codes for the war office, and she had a pretty rough time of the war. Uh, my dad did as well, although he wasn't a combatant, he was in the medical corps. And uh, he was born about 1916, I think, 1916, yes. Uh, his father was killed in the First World War, and uh, I sometimes say to people, that's where my mental illness began because they look at me and say, how can mental illness be connected to the First World War? You weren't alive then. And I say, no, I wasn't, but there was a lot of suffering. And unlike today, you don't get much money for being a widow. And my grandmother, his mother, 
got 10 shillings a week to look after him. So he was sent off to boarding school, whether it's attendant, goods or bad. And um, they imposed a very uh, rigorous way of life on him. And I think a lot of it rubbed off on me. So uh, to me, that was the origin of my illness. But the start of all my trouble simply was because we were coming round a blind corner at the same time as a big old car, you can imagine, in the 1930s. And it knocked me clean under. And I've never lived that down. It was like, this is a fear I've lived with. If, I, if I'm looking f front on to a car, and this was a big radiator, and I felt like a big jaw was swallowing me up. I can't remember going under, but I can remember being crouched, and my neck, I've had problems all my life. And I thought I was dead, because my mother said if I got knocked down, I'd be dead. And um, anyway, it took over seven men to get the car off me. And um, I was neither x-rayed or given any treatment until a year later when I went into this, what they would call today, Tourette's. And then that's when I began to be laughed at because I made noises and twisted, and, and when I get tired, I can do that today. Things got a bit too much to handle, really. There was an awful lot of stress and uh, negativity. Uh, and um, I felt, you know, there was just no escape from it all. I think I just, I think I've got to that point now, I just want to blur that bit out, because that was sort of the beginning of you know, where I am today. Horrible, um, frightening. I mean, when the illness was going, um, I mean, they asked me when I first went in the first time, uh, how I was feeling, obviously, and I said, oh, it's all going around in circles. I can't keep up with it because my brain was racing so much. The world was almost passing me by and I couldn't see or hear or think anyone else but myself and I just got so um, withdrawn within myself that I didn't feel I could talk to anyone. Well I think they're getting a bit better about it now but at one time you were just balmy. <coughs> Some, um, in Yorkshire uh, for balmy or mental we've got a, a word which is batchy and just, I don't know how I would be. I was getting on, maybe a young teenager, I can't remember. And somebody went up to my grandfather once and said, Ee, we are sorry that your lass has had a, had a daughter that's batshy. They assumed I was batshy and mental. I didn't consider it to be a barium, but um, I did find it quite difficult to fit into the market with paid employment. I noticed most of my employment is volunteering. What it's about here is supporting each other and encouraging each other. It's so nice to meet like-minded people, people that know how you feel. And with mine and Bexy, with all the facilities that they have, all the, all the um, programmes that they got going, I was able to go to, is helping me bit by bit. Uh, 
um, build my life back up again. I can't expect to be perfect or be as it was before, but at least I'll be able to deal and carry on. Yeah, it's been good. It's good. I can talk more now than I used to. It's um, yeah, it, it becomes easier. The more you talk, the easier it gets. It will be of interest because mental health is going to change an awful lot, I should think. I mean, they keep finding out more and more, and general medicine as well, and um, the way society looks at problems, if you like. Um, you know, all this is going to be uh, like we we now look at the uh, the early bits of the asylums and we think how ridiculous what I thought at the time because nobody recorded it much.